So welcome to the beginning of the part two of my conversation with Kemi, where we continue where we ended with the conversation in part one. Uh, thank you very much, Kemi, because I think um, you have uh, tried to break it down in a way that I can uh, now understand it, even though you're saying it's big, but I really thank you for um, showing the light in that particular, uh, in this particular concept, because I really see it a lot every now and then. And it is always the question of what exactly can someone do, you know, like to make sure this thing works. But now that you have put it in that way, I think I can understand it more and relate and see uh, the positions that I can, for example, occupy and make it mm. something that can be uh, a reality at the end of the day. So moving out of that as well, I wanted to talk about something that is very hold, um, you hold very dear, and that is kindness. And that is kindness. Oh, yes. So the idea of kindness with Kemi, can we talk about that? How did that come about? Hmm. <laughs> okay, for the listeners that don't know, I have this hashtag that I very commonly like to use and it's called kindness with Kemi and kindness with Kemi or just the idea of kindness for me was about authenticity was about living in my truth really and was about living as a Christian um, I'm a I'm a Lutheran by you know when it comes to my religion yeah. and so in, in general I'm a Christian and I have a, a very personal definition when it comes to what type of Christian I am. Yeah. And for me, that definition is always based in kindness. It, it, it's always based in, it's rooted in the idea of being just a decent human being. Because, yeah. um, you know, um, just, okay, the fact that I'm a, I'm a Christian, I believe there's a, there's a bigger God. You know, I believe that there's a higher power. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I believe that there's a higher power, I know that that higher power chose his only son to come and die for us. Yeah. That's the most distant you could be. I don't know to anybody. That's 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 the root, you know, and, and cause of, of literally Christianity. Yeah. So and I've always hold, hold I mean, held it very dear, you know, in my heart because I've always felt like kindness replicates itself mm. like kindness is is one among those things that whether you do it in the limelight or you do it in the shadows kindness is one among those things that will just get back to you true like and it will give you you know the fruits that you are expecting and the fruits that you are not expecting as well yeah. and kindness also sort of excuse me it's sort of um what's the right word he like it heals in a way yeah. We, we, are, we are living in a, in a world that we are constantly in battles, like we are constantly in, 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 we're just surrounded with issues. You know, we are going through, if it's not this, then it's that. Like the world doesn't stop when it comes to battles. Yeah. So I've always felt like kindness is like that one pill that you could do that is very free, yeah. that is out of choice, mm. that is, you know, it's, a, it's about you and it's about the choices you make and the type of person you want to be. Yeah. So for me, kindness is just that it's authenticity and, and living in my truth. So I think that's where, that's when it started. So when you say battles, right? Uh, the yeah. picture of battles that came into my mind was immediately violence. And for anyone who is <laughs> listening, violence is a Twitter version of really a mini war. And I've always had this respect for the way you, weighed chaos <laughs> you know how you would uh insert humor in another way a very controversial 
or something that really was meant to get to you. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. is it the same theory that applies here that you find harmony even in these chaos, for example, when, for example, we go through social media and navigate those waters as well? Because I think one of the places that has chaos and toxicity definitely is in the social medias. I definitely, I, okay. Um, so first things first, um, most of the tweets that are geared towards instigating me do instigate me, you know. We have <laughs> I, to get I, that I think correct. I yes, exactly. My, my replies most of the times uh, um, are because of the choices I make immediately after I see them, you know, immediately after I see a tweet like that. Yeah. But um, not that they don't instigate me. I'm, I'm human as well. And so there, there are definitely things that instigate me, right? Yeah. However, it's, it's, my, it's my response. And I don't like to say reaction. I like to say response because response is more, you think about a response. You don't think about a reaction, really. Yeah. So when it comes, to, when it comes to, to tweets that instigate me most of the times, what happens in my head very quickly is that I always figure out that I'm not special very fast. Yeah. You know, like um, I'm only special when it comes to my God, like my God only found me special and I, I can do nothing in, in my human power to change that. So I, I'm really thankful for that. But when it comes to human beings, I'm not special. Yeah. And so the fact that I'm not special humanizes. I mean, sorry, it's, it humbles me already very quickly. You yeah. know, it's sort of like it, it puts me in a, in, a, in a position of what can I do to be the most distant human being I can in this in this environment? Because. I would like somebody else to treat me like that next time. Yeah. Even though it, it, it shouldn't be to me, but I would like them to treat somebody else like that as well, because then maybe I, I would meet that other person, you know, because life is a circle like that sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I like to be the, the starter or sort of like the source of just unviolence, if you call it that <laughs> way. <really. laughs> but, the source of um, peace. Yes, so exactly. Sort of like because it, it's 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 me living in my authentic self. It's easy. It comes very easy to me to to sort of like deflect, you know, and to sort of like shed light on things that are you know um, safe and and peaceful and you know and and they are about human decency. So yeah, I, I definitely think it comes from the kindness perspective as well. I think if you if you write a book about kindness, I really need to. Um, <laughs> buy that one uh, in order to know like you know maybe you can say how to reply a hundred most <laughs> kindest ways to reply to attacking tweets or something of that nature you know some, something like that I think I'll definitely buy because you Thank have you a very nice of way confidence. of reflecting and uh, responding to these to these things and another thing that you are, you're very passionate about you're very passionate about I've seen uh, card games and what is your favorite? Oh my God! You asked me a very good question here. I hope I wish some a friend of mine was was in this call. My favorite card game. Um, oh my God! There's a lot. I'm just trying to go very quickly into which one I like. Mm-hmm. Which one I like? My God! Oh, I think Taboo would would be one among my favorite. So Taboo and Cards Against Humanity. Which one? I think it's taboo for me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However, I, I I know that a lot of people actually like Cards Against Humanity a lot, but I think it's taboo for me. I think it's the idea to construct 
um, a non-illustrative word, you know, and then make somebody else know it. I think that for me is just fascinating because people can come up. People are really creative when you when you go through taboo, you know, like people are, are really, really creative and it's fantastic. So I think it's taboo for me. And for and for and for people that also don't know is that um, I am about cards so much because of a very dear friend of mine um, runs Urban Urban Games. It's it's present in um, Twitter. It's present in Instagram. So just in case, I also retweet a lot of their content. So just in case they they want games, please yeah, look me up at Urban Games. Yes, Urban Games. Yeah, that's that's cool. So another another thing that I wanted to know is you and your brother Phineas. He's quite Yay. he's quite your very uh you say he's your challenger and he is one day he made you run him. in the beach <laughs> and do all these him. things talk to me about phineas what exactly is he to you i mean he's a brother but other than that okay um so phineas is my young brother yeah um and just a short introduction phineas is a basketball coach life coach as well yeah um, so in case you need, you know, a sort of like a coach, please look up Phineas. Um, he goes by Unmatched Basketball, um, both on Instagram and, and uh, Twitter. So um, <laughs> it's a very funny, funny thing. But my uh, relationship with Phineas is is really more of, yeah, I think it's just more of like siblings relationship. We are rivals at heart, but I love him to bits. Um, I'm sure same thing, <laughs> same thing with him. Um, so... Since Phineas is the basketball coach, right? Um, and this is a, if I tell you, my God, Phineas is, is really disciplined when it comes to his art and his craft. My yeah. God, I've not, he inspires me, you know, when it comes to also my craft as well, most of the times. So it's always been, I'm, I'm always running away first from him. I should tell you that. I'm always <laughs> running away from his sessions. Um, he worries you because, that much. He worries me that much. Um, Phineas could make you go through hell, I swear to you. Yeah. Um, and for people that are, have trained under him, they can definitely tell you. One of them is um, Naomi Sia. She's an artist, um, a singer, very fantastic you know, um, artist. Yeah. So um, my relationship with Phineas really is like that, that he's my younger brother. Yes, he, you know, we have conversations a lot about you know, just life things, but then a, a lot when it comes to Unmatched and in his future with Unmatched. And where he wants to go because I, I am I'm part and parcel of, of um, unmatched as well. Yeah. Um, the fact that I run away from him doesn't make me run away from my duties and responsibilities. <laughs> but but yeah. So that, that one time you saw me tweet about it, it's because I I decided to okay. You know what? I've never trained under you, and it's bad to you know keep you know pushing your craft while I've not been part of it. So I was like, you know what? Let me come once. Yeah. And then he just put me through hell. Oh my god. He just put me through hell and back, but this is just to show you how committed he is and, and he's not like, okay, because this is my sister, I'm going to let it go, or this is, you know, so-and-so, I'm going to let it go. No. So he's fantastic, and I'm really proud of, his, of the work that he does. He's a, he's a very huge beacon when it comes to young kids, you know, even sometimes three years old. It's, it's that crazy sometimes, you know, five yeah. years old. Um, yeah, and, and he works with people all over. So, yeah. Definitely, I think I think we might have to make him our guest next time. Yes, please, he would love it. Yeah. So, among other things that you do, uh, Kemi, you love music. I know that, especially gospel I music. I do. I do. Gospel. Thank you for being very specific. So, I'm just going to put you in a very tight spot here. 
and okay. ask you to pick between Congolese gospel and South African gospel. Which oh, one is it? Oh, is it South African? What is it about Congolese? Do you listen to Congolese gospel though? I have to say the truth. I think I've listened to maybe two or three. Yeah. Yeah, it's it, I'm not really versed invested in in you know, averse, sorry, versed in 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 their music like that. Oh. Yeah. So under normal circumstances that you are not really thinking about materials and structure, you're not training with Phineas, you're not doing cardboard games. Oh, what do you do to relax? I'm a pretty lazy person, Mark. <laughs> so you you sleep? Is that it? <laughs> I like to sleep a lot. However, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, um, however, I like to you know. Okay, it's been it's been a very recent hobby, but I like to hike. Yeah. And since I came back home, um, it's been you know hard to find places where I could actually hike. So instead of hiking, I walk a lot around, and so. Whenever that time is, whether it's in the evening, whether it's in the morning, you know, um, so I, I try my little best to look for, you know, something outside my comfort zone. And that is, you know, walking all the way to um, I, I live not so far from the ocean. So that's very easy, almost maybe two kilometers far. So it's not that far when you when you put it into like walking forms. Yeah. Um, but other than that, um, my God, what do I do? I am a pretty boring person. Hey. I don't like to read. Most people, this is where they come up with like reading. I do not like to read. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, I like to read the Bible maybe. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But uh, what else? Ah, I like to also figure out just diverse um, hobbies. For example, learning a new language. Mm. Or I'm currently also doing this um, tennis, you know, sort of like practice. Yeah. So those are really fun. Absolutely. What else? So you can definitely just picture that. I think if it's if it's not sleeping, which I really like, and eating. I'm sorry, I'm a part time part time foodie. <laughs> <laughs> um, then it's just you know looking for something that is exercise based. You know, so which is very weird now that I think about it. That that actually is how I pass my time. Oh, yeah, that's nice though. So have you hiked Kili? No. However, I'm looking forward to it. I have a Kenyan friend and a South African friend that actually want to do that this this December. Yeah. So we were thinking yeah. of this December. However, I had a conversation with somebody that has hiked Kili three times and is saying, you know, December is not the correct time to actually hike. So I'm not really sure there anymore, but we actually have a plan and we should do it this year. Okay. Have okay. you hiked I mean, Kili? I mean, this is a secret between me and you. Okay. We I are on have. a podcast though. Okay, that's yeah, good. So, and I did it around December. That's nice. Yeah. I'm envious. And it's 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 very unpredictable, so to say. Um, mm. I don't know what your friend is using as a reference to say mm-hmm. that December is not a good month to hike the mountain. But yeah. um, it's pretty unpredictable. You know, um, okay. we were with the porters and they, and they would tell us, uh, even us people who climb this mountain on a daily it reaches a point where we don't make it to the summit and it is yeah. okay. You know, like the mountain is still here. You can always come back yes. and uh, yeah. you might see like the weather might be bad. Ukuchini, yes. But after you go 2000 meters, 3000 meters, it's yeah. sunny, it's hot. There is, there's really, really nothing that you can, you can say, of course they have uh, favorable conditions, let's say yes. to do, but, um, you know, it is it is really a good exercise if you are into hiking. 
and um okay. quite a rewarding one i might that's add that's good yeah but not that's not not many me. people will share this sentiment with me especially my <laughs> friends it's okay you know experiences yeah. are like that they're supposed to be very personal yes very very personal so kemi thank you very much for joining me today um Yay. I've been looking forward to have this conversation with you for some time and I want to finish this one completely completely finish with okay. um your take on flowers as gifts please <laughs> Mike please tell me you read my medium article that's why you're asking me I mean I did read your medium article and I did send you okay. my reply to that one so I just okay. wanted for a person who didn't read that medium article <laughs> Or maybe if you have changed your stance about flowers. No, I have not changed your stance. <laughs> You're putting me on the spotlight here. This actually reminds me to go and repost that um, that uh, piece again on my Twitter. And thank you so much for reading it, Mark. That's that's really nice. Um, yeah. My stance on flowers as a gift. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so what I say, I'm just trying to bring my thoughts together here. What I mentioned on this article and then I'll just say maybe a little bit of my take now, but Yeah. What I mentioned on this article is that there's an ideology around about how flowers are very depleting, you know, flower, you you take some, you know, flowers to somebody and then they stay for like, you know, probably the most a week and then that's it. You know, sort of like they dry out. And um there's always been a a contradiction and it comes to women as well saying, Oh no, I actually don't like flowers because you know, they don't stay and they actually don't, you know, sort of like their sentiment is very depleting and things like that. And so, you know, you know, you give me something that is commendable, something that is durable and things like that. And I, and I, not that I don't understand them. I, I definitely a hundred percent understand them, but I think most of the times we, we go past the idea of what a flower should mean. And, and maybe this would make me look like a very, you know, English sort of like person here and, and understanding the etiquettes of, of the 19 or 1780s or something, you know, where Kimi it was actually flowers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I just wanted to sort of like highlight that the idea really is in the thought, is in the thought process of um, taking somebody a flower and saying, I thought about you. Yeah. Um, and while I thought about you, I thought you deserved a token for that thought and something like that, right? Yeah. And so here, here are flowers to represent that thought for me. Not that that thought is going to go away, you know, sort of like, I mean, yes, those do go away. But the idea is not that it's going to deplete immediately or that sentiment is going to deplete immediately after the flowers go past. But I think for me, it was just to let people understand that flowers still remain flowers, you know, um, and and their and their ability to just like put a smile or sort of like you know yeah basically put a smile on somebody's is to just tell them that, that I thought about you yeah. and you know that's that's what I'm saying here it's it's the underlying thought of you know human appreciation of saying instead of just me coming barehanded I I thought to you know bring you this as a you know as I said as a token of just like representation yeah. of that thought that I had really and and I think more, all gifts should be like that so I think it only the debate in, in flowers was just because you know flowers don't stay and they and they really cost a lot and things like that so I I I sympathize with that but I I also sympathize with you know, with the idea behind, you know, flower giving and also, you know, like flower vendors as well. Yeah, <laughs> totally get it. I, I'm glad that you have been able to articulate that one the exact way that you wrote it in the article. 
So I tried, we, hey? We have it both in writing and in words, uh, your own voice uh, speaking about it. I'm glad. So do you, do you have anything that you think we should be thinking about? Like a parting thought? Hmm. A parting thought. Let me quickly, quickly go through this. So I recently put out like a video on my Instagram on Women's Day. Yeah. And I give out two advices to people that are, you know, either younger than me or older than me or whatever really is about the things that, you know, for me, I've learned in my across my life. And I think maybe they need more, you know, sort of like illumination on. Right. And the one thing for me was living in our truth. You know, it's freeing and it's very independent. You know, it's it's about tell, looking at yourself and saying, what's my ground zero? like. Everything else cast aside, what is my zero? And then figuring out how I can move through that zero. And I think maybe that's that's something that has been echoing so much in my life right now that I, I take it to heart so much, right? Yeah. Yes. And then um, other than living in my truth, I also talk about, oh, what is it? I keep forgetting, my God. But I think if it's a parting thought, then kindness once again. Um and and also maybe if it's to put it to put it bluntly, yeah. um, kindness is not. We don't do kindness to get something back. However, we do, you know, at the at the end, get something back. Kindness comes from a point of view of even if I don't get something, yeah. I have decided to do this because this is my identity. Kindness reflects us, not the person we are doing kindness to. Yes, you get it. Yeah. So I think if it's if it's a parting, you know, sort of like. Um, another thing that I can say is that that um, maybe people need to sort of like figure out, not figure out, but just let it linger in their minds that I, you know, that the, the kindness, pers- pers- I mean, perspective is about individuality, really. And yeah. is about what you choose every single day yeah. to shape that individualism. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I think that's that's something that I I wish most of us, you know, throughout the world could just keep pondering about. Thank you very much, Kemi. And where can people find you, my listeners, the listeners of this particular podcast? Where can I, can they find you? Where can they find the kindness, the music you're sharing, the STEM, the structure and material engineering content from you? Well, um, I'm available on Twitter. Very. Um, actively there under 05 uh, Kemi and then I'm also at, under the same um, name or username in Instagram however I'm, I'm pretty private on Instagram um, but I take requests <laughs> as well <laughs> yeah um, I think those are the only two uh, I, I'm also present in other sort of like platforms but I think I've taken quite a pause there i.e. like Clubhouse or Snapchat so I'll definitely advise most of people to follow me there um, on Twitter and Instagram. That's it. Thank you very much, Kemi, for taking your time to talk to us about this. Um, Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. I know it's your fourth hour talking today <laughs> on the phone. And thank it must, you. Be, must be tiring. But thank you very much for giving us your time um, and your knowledge about structure, material, kindness, uh, basketball, uh, exercises, hiking, and everything that you've mentioned. <laughs> I really, really, really can't thank you enough. And I hope for, uh, I'm glad that um, you didn't become Moses as 
Anna Bahati pointed out earlier in, <laughs> in the day today. I didn't. I didn't. And thank you too, Mark. Um, I wish you all the best in this podcast. I wish you all the best with the next guests. And yeah. Thank you very much, Kemi. Let me wish you a very, very nice evening for you. All right. Thank Ciao. you. Bye. So that was Kemi uh, in conversation with me for the 30 minutes with Mark. And of course, this is going to be the part two of the conversation because we have talked for nearly an hour about different things as you've heard. So thank you for subscribing. Uh, thank you for listening to this one. Uh, I hope you subscribe if you haven't. And, you know, keep in touch with this one and hopefully the next one. Till the next one, I was your host, Mark Nkotunier. Bye-bye.